of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Fat Graining. <laughs> I'm Louisa Heron. Come on, we're doing Halloween names. It's October. Okay, fine. Uh, then I'm, uh, wait, you can't be, wait, hang on. Fat Heron. Hang on. Okay, I'll pick a spooky Jeff, one you for can't my take that name. one. You, you can't, can't take it. Matt Okay, David Hex Cohen. <laughs> Falling apart. <laughs> I'm Vampire Matt Heron. <laughs> I'm Jeff Kilwalski. <laughs> there you the go. Bowie's a Scaron. <laughs> Scaron is bad. <laughs> it sounds all like bad. a bad. It sounds like a test they take in like the Monster High animated series. <laughs> I'm in a very bad position because I used Vampire Bat Heron for my Halloween name last year, and mm-hmm. that's the only good Halloween pun on Matt that I can think of. Yeah, you need to try harder. I'm also trying. I have a placeholder at the moment, but I don't love it. Yeah, I also have a placeholder that I asked if it sounded bad, and everyone said yes. <laughs> Which I didn't. I thought people would be more polite about it, but they just said, "No, you're you're right. This is bad." <laughs> Step one is never ask people on the internet anything. Well, no, I mean, I appreciate the feedback, and some of our listeners were some of the people that gave me that feedback, so I very much appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really have a, a good one unless I go with the one I said here, which was bad. So I might just use Simpsons credits Halloween names all month. Could you just do Death Kowalski? Have you already done that one? Uh, it's it doesn't fit quite closely enough. Oh, I kind of like the slantiness of it. Mm. Slanty like a spooky specter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're diagonal Not because like gravity a... is sideways for them. Yep. Not like a tombstone <laughs> in a uh, haunted graveyard or anything <laughs> that would actually nope. be slanted. <laughs> nope. That is just sad that somebody has uh, forgotten their loved one long enough to leave their monument in disrepair. Or well, some... Their ghost will not leave them alone. You can't go repair yes, a grave when the ghost is haunting you. It could just be some plucky child knocked it over and discovered the fun treasure tomb underneath. Are you talking about Legend of Zelda right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like, mm, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't define Link as plucky. Uh, Encyclopedia Brown. Did he ever? Did he ever? Yeah, I was, I was I thinking don't think more he ever knocked over tombstones. That's really edgy for. <laughs> I was thinking more like the Brown. the boxcar kids, or like uh, I don't know, some kind of Stephen King group of uh, wily youngsters solving a mystery. What was that shitty kid from the uh, the kids' uh, version of Scooby-Doo, Red Herring? He would do that. <laughs> he would kick over gravestones. Yeah, he was the bad guy. I guarantee that... He wasn't, that... though. He never was. Well, so yes. <laughs> I guarantee that plotline happened in uh, an Edward Gorey book, though. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. The Isn't guy that, was a real That's how freak. one of the kids died in that uh, alphabet of every way that kids can die. Oh, tipped a grave onto them? That might be actually true. <laughs> that would be great if it was. <laughs> Oh, man. If you got crushed under a giant gravestone, would that be the most ironic possible death? Mm. Hmm. I'm, I'm hearing a yes. <laughs> this is what I'm getting here. Mm, what if... 
No, I don't have anything better. I'm sorry. Were you busy looking up something on the internet? Because that's what it sounded like. No. You could hear me typing <laughs> if I was doing that. Oh, that's true. I'm trying to think of my own idea, but all I can think of is the stand-up comic, and I don't remember who it was, somebody minor, who had the bit about the irony of going on a cruise ship and drowning in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Would be the most ironic way to die. (laughs) Yep, that would be pretty good. I think that... uh, Was that Patton Oswalt? No. Maybe. For some reason, I... I, I thought Graham Clark, but that... I don't know... I don't know that I've ever seen any of his stand-up. He has one video... He has one video online that you can get from the standupcomedians.com, and it's very worth it because it's very funny. But I wish he had more stuff online. Yep. I've looked. I can't find it. I think he's got, enough fan, he's got enough fan support that I think that he could record a CD uh, cheaply enough and people would buy it. Yep. I think he's got imposter syndrome because he works really mm. hard on funny things all the time. But then whenever anybody talks to him about it, he's like, oh, well, you know, I just did that thing. It's not important. <clears throat> Speaking of things people did, uh, Louisa, what have you done on the internet this week? Well, uh, this counts because I downloaded it from the internet, but I got that new golf game for the Nintendo Switch. Ooh, Yeah, I've been golf playing story. that too. It's very good. Yeah, yep. I like it a lot, and I didn't think I would like a golf game, but it is uh, sort of RPG adjacent, like some of the reviews have said, so it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's nice that it... The, the worst part of any JRPG, which is killing tons of monsters that all look the same and act the same, has been replaced by the boring part of the golf game instead, which is slightly less boring. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and it is good. But uh, the Switch, for this game, they use the rumble constantly, which yeah. kind of throws me off. Like, whenever anyone speaks to you or you do oh, anything, weird. rumble. <laughs> yeah. I do like yeah, that yeah. someone was a huge fan of Mario Golf for the Game Boy Color and I think the Game Boy Advance so much that they were like, what if I made that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a real crime that there aren't more uh, sports games with role-playing game mechanics because yep. that would be the greatest. And there have been a handful and they've all been the greatest. <laughs> Everyone's loved them and thought they were the best. I would absolutely play, like, a fantasy RPG version of football that controlled, like, a tactics game. Oh no, Jeff, you're accidentally saying that you want to play Blitzball. <laughs> that's what fantasy, That's what Final Fantasy did wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> but... I thought that was true. <laughs> Blitzball controlled, like, a nightmare and wasn't fun. Yes. I think that you could do, like, a top-down tactics game of a sport and make it fun. Maybe. I'm thinking more just, like... The RP magi- RP Majanic. That's not a thing. <laughs> the, the RP Magician. That's that's the old man who lives down the hill. RP yeah. Majanic. It turns out it's if you pull the mask off, it was uh, Jeff all along. <laughs> Jeff Kilwalski all along. Um, no, the RPG mechanic of advancement. Just have it be that like it's just John Madden football, but at the end of every round of the game, you can add stat points to your players. That's it. Oh, That's I th- all you need to do. I think Madden does have that now. I haven't played in a few years, but I think that there is an RPG uh, uh, Skinner box uh, added to it. 
This game actually to... makes me anxious with the uh, skill allocations because if you try to make your swing more powerful when you level up, you then lower your accuracy and other things, and I don't like that. Like, I mm. want things to be neutral or go up. I don't want to have one thing go up and other things go down. Yeah, it's the only way to advance your stats in this game and not be really shitty at it is to, every time you add a point to power, you have to add a point to all of your other stats. Yeah. To at least get them back to zero. <laughs> yep. So, I, what I did was I maxed out all of my other stats first and then started bu bumping up my power. Yep. But it's a fun game, and uh, it confused me at first because it has sort of a standard... Uh, like earthbound kind of aesthetic I thought at the beginning but then people would talk about eating sausage rolls and things and I got confused about where it was supposed to be set but I found out the creators are Australian so oh. <laughs> that kind of explains the oh. space between America and the UK <laughs> Australia yeah. I, I like a game that is like from another country and um, not really set anywhere specific <laughs> <laughs> um, like Earthbound kind of did that in a fun way because it sort of was, I guess it was supposed to be America, but also like a lot of stuff about suburban Japan made it into the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the localization is very good. So you just totally accept, uh, as you're playing it, like, oh, this is fantasy America. Yep. <laughs> They did do yeah, it does help that I think when they were making it, they were kind of trying to make fun of America a little bit. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> like the four-side town that is just a city that is just New York. I mean, yep. it just is New York. <laughs> well, until the next game when they introduce New Pork City. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I never played that game because they never released it because they're the monstrous monsters and i hate them yeah it's been at least a year since they released uh the first game in the series from the nes uh as earthbound origins i think um mm -hmm. for the wii u virtual console and everyone was like oh yeah they're gonna release mother 3 uh they just introduced the gba virtual console we're gonna get it and just nothing and now the wii u is dead and there's no place for them to release game boy advance games they could they could still just release them on the Switch. They could just release every fucking game on the Switch. Just do it. <laughs> yep, they could. They never uh, will. They never will. God Matt, damn it. Matt, what did you do online this week? Well, keeping in line with the gaming thing, I got a new game this week on Friday, which is the greatest game that has ever been made. Uh-oh. It is absolutely fantastic, and it is called Cuphead. Oh, this game? yeah, I really want to get it, but I, ju I just picked up that Super NES Classic, so I'm like, when will I have time? It is so fucking good. It's uh, Louisa, you haven't <coughs> heard of this game at all? I have, heard, I have heard of it, but not much about it, no. So basically, it is a game that is done in the style of an Ub Iwerks cartoon. Uh, mm -hmm. Every single image in the game is hand-drawn. There's nothing huh. that is computer-generated. Um, and all of the soundtrack is recorded in a studio by a jazz band. Uh, <laughs> it is so good and fun and amazing. And, like, the whole game is just fighting bosses. You don't... There's a couple side-scroller levels, but almost everything is fighting bosses. Um, 
and like you die jen and i've been playing it for two days and there's a guy that tells you how many times you've died we've died 860 times already um but the the whole like thrust of the game is you fight a boss um and they follow a predictable pattern so you watch their pattern and then they kill you and then you come back and now you know what they're gonna do so you can avoid how they killed you last time and you keep going till you beat them so um yeah it's amazing it's I really, really, really hope everyone in the world plays this game because I want people to realize that if you put this amount of like attention to detail and care into your game, then people will play it. Yeah, that's um, I really like when that amount of attention is paid to the aesthetics of a game. Um, mm. I know, like this is a special case. Everything is like hand-drawn cell animation. Um, but even when like a modern game comes out all done in like consistent pixel graphics, I'm like, oh, cool. Or one of my favorite games ever, which was completely uh, stop-motion animated with two tons of clay, uh, called The Neverhood, which was a point-and-click adventure game uh, in the 90s, that, like, I just find it so impressive that this, oh, that this thing they don't have to do, they just do, uh, and I love it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um... What platform uh, is this game for, Matt? It's on... PC and Xbox One. Okay. Um, I know you don't have either of those, but if you ever <laughs> want to come over and play it, you can. But okay. everyone, seriously, if you have the ability to play this game, you absolutely must. It is absolutely incredible. Also, one thing I wanted to say in relation to what Jeff was saying. In general, I agree with you about like paying attention to aesthetics. I said this when we were talking about Persona 5, that I liked the amount of the detail that they, went, that they put into like menus and stuff like that. I am so annoyed at how many uh, independent games these days use pixel graphics, yep. and it never looks good. And I know that sometimes <laughs> they do like a consistent job, and they're like, oh, we're doing like a throwback aesthetic, get it? Like this That's the whole point, is that it's a throwback. This game is so much more of a throwback, and does it <laughs> so much better than any of your shitty pixel graphics, it is incredible. So take that every independent <laughs> game studio in the world. There, it does bother me sometimes because they'll like use the aesthetic, but won't have consistent pixel height. And I'm like, oh, well, you're not doing. It. You're just making it look like pixels. You're not doing like a thing with it. Yeah. So well, it bugs me. Even if you have consistent pixel height, even if you do put some amount of work into your pixel graphics. We're not fooled. We know that pixel <laughs> graphics is easier to do than 3D graphics. Like, you're not doing it as a, like, ha ha ha. You're just doing it because you're lazy. <laughs> and these guys were like, we're going to do the throwback thing right and do it ten times harder than even modern graphics would be. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. I'll probably get it for PC so that I don't ever have to turn on my Xbox One, which I mistakenly purchased. <laughs> I mean, I like it. On, I've been playing it on the Xbox One, and I I like it because it's nice to have consistent controls, and you know yeah. exactly what's going to happen and stuff. I, I haven't played it on PC, and maybe it's just as good, but I've found that oftentimes, if I have an option to play a game on a console, unless it's like a first-person shooter, it's usually easier to play it on the console. Yeah, but like, what else, what else am I using that Xbox for? <laughs> well, don't you want to have a reason to have the Xbox? I mean, this is why I keep downloading all these <laughs> shitty games on my Switch, is because, like, I want to have a reason. I don't want to feel like I'm not using my Switch, so. Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> 
All right, Jeff, what have you been up to on the internet? Yeah, that's that's the good stuff. That's what I was waiting for. Um, <laughs> I went on Reddit on Thursday because I saw on Twitter uh, that the Super Nintendo Classic was being released. I'm like, oh yeah, that does come out tomorrow. Let me see how stores will have them in stock. And I spent Thursday researching online via uh, BrickSeek, which is a site that I think was started for uh, Lego stock tracking and has since expanded <laughs> to all rare toys stock tracking. Um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that based on the name BrickSeek. Um, <laughs> I called a couple... It, st- I, I assumed when I heard it that it was like a reference to brick and mortar as like you oh, buy yeah. things, you buy stuff from real buildings instead of online. That's true. It could be. Um, I don't actually know. I they might uh, track like online stuff too. But yeah, I think it is primarily for brick and mortar stores. Maybe. Um, Has I... anybody made a play on words brick and mortar Rick and Morty joke at any point? Because I haven't heard one, but I think about it a lot when is I that... hear brick and mortar now. Is that a is that intentional? Like, did the creators of Rick and Morty name I it it that just because of Rick and rip Morty? Off Doc and Marty? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, <laughs> then, Louisa, you you come up with that joke. We'll check back in with you when Jeff is done. Go on. No, okay. I won't. I won't do it. I refuse. <laughs> um. Anyway, I like looked on the R slash Mini SNES, which is the Reddit for the product. Um, and I called a couple stores, and then I went out early Friday morning, and, uh, here is my journey. Um, <laughs> Best Buy put Don't out... Don't stop believing! <laughs> yep, Wheel in the put... Sky keeps on turning. Uh, I'm I... gonna put, I'm gonna put Wheel on the, Wheel in the Sky keeps on turning under this part of your dialogue, <laughs> so that it's really Perfect. epic. I'm, I'm not gonna do that, you guys. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> Best Buy put out a press release that said, we are doing tickets for people in line at 7 a.m. So I got there by, like, 6.50. And the guy Mm -hmm. came out at 7 and was like, we just got word from the corporate office. We're handing out tickets at 8.30. And I said, okay, bye, everyone. I'm going to Target (laughs) because they open at 8 and will probably be handing out tickets by the time I get there. Uh, And I was right. I waited for maybe 15 minutes at Target, got a ticket to get one. Um dicked around, like, just walked around in the not-yet-open mall and sat in my car for half an hour, got my first SNES classic. (laughs) Then (laughs) I went to Best Buy, and they handed out tickets almost, like, again, like, ten minutes after I got there, and they said, you have to be back here between ten and eleven to pick it up, or we're gonna release it for someone else to buy. So I was like, alright, cool, and I left, and I went to Toys R Us. And they were not doing line tickets. They were just like, I got there around other customers for the tickets. Yeah, it was was a Thunderdome. Yeah, it was really annoying. It was first come, first serve, (laughs) and like it wasn't like here, have a ticket and come back in an hour. It was like we open in half an hour. Here's your ticket to redeem for your product. Wait in line for the rest of that time. (laughs) Uh, So I did, and I got one there, second one went back to Best Buy and got another one. That's three. And then I went to, uh, the manager at the Toys R Us I went to was like, the one in Totowa, New Jersey, got 700 units this morning. 
So I, <laughs> yep. So I that was about twenty minutes away. So I drove there and I got a fourth one. Uh, so now I have one for me, um, one that Louisa will receive in the Yay. mail tomorrow. Surprise! Uh, and then two more for other friends who couldn't get them. And it was so right. much easier than any other product launch I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> that is so amazing. You did like a combo breaker, right? Kept working out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normally, like when I went to go get the Wii, I went to four different stores and got only one at the last store I tried because it was the only one that had any. <laughs> Uh, the tragic uh, gift of the Magi ending of this would be that uh, when you went to get your last one, they said, sorry, we don't have any. And then when you came back out, someone had broken into your car and stolen <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> I was so worried about that that I literally <laughs> hid them in my backpack. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> and then somebody stops you as you're leaving the store like, hey, you shoplifted four SNES classes. <laughs> I didn't bring the backpack with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be a pretty weird thing to do. <laughs> just have this big boxy backpack walking through the store like i'm not suspicious you're suspicious for some reason i guess because boxy sounds like foxy but when i hear boxy i imagine people like using that as a compliment when they're cat calling a woman <laughs> you're looking very whoa boxy. hey jeff you're walking through here with that boxy backpack mm, i like what i see hey looking boxy today mama yeah gross Yep, everything's gross. All right, now we're going to check back in on Louisa. I believe she has a joke for us about Rick and Morty. Louisa, take it away. Rick and Morty, more like brick and mortar. Right? Am I right, you guys? Hey, close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Slide whistle. Honka, honka. Oh, I should have played my ham horn. (laughs) They never play anymore, and I love it. I keep forgetting. I deleted it off my phone. <laughs> I'm oh, not I surprised. Tur- I don't blame you. <laughs> I turned the volume down on my phone, so I couldn't. I hit the reggae button, and it didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're just, we're rapidly descending into shock jock territory. <laughs> well, Almost, we're that. trying to. <laughs> Pull up, pull up. <laughs> Our podcast is heavily annotated now because we expect you, the listener, to remember the thing we're referencing or imagine that we've oh, added yeah. the media that we said we would add and didn't. <laughs> We should probably explain what a ham horn is for people who didn't listen to our first very bad episode. Uh, it's nah. just an app you can download that will make a crazy uh, air horn noise or several other noises, including someone saying ham and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that they don't explain that at all. It's just Maybe a ham- person saying ham. Maybe ham horn is a regionalism for an air horn and then they just decided to go the play on words. Maybe, but that's a stupid regionalism. That makes well, no sense. Most of them are, to be fair. I guess so. It's the part of the country where even though you just want a generic air horn, when you go in, you say that you want a ham horn, and they just understand that that means any kind of generic horn. Hey, when you go when you go ham on something, is that like, is that an acronym for yes, hot yes. ass mess? No, nope. <laughs> it's hard as a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, huh, okay. Cause, no, because ham, I've seen ham used to mean hot-ass mess. No, I, I believe you, but I'm just imagining using it and thinking it means that. It's well, that's funny. why I was confused. It's very, very funny. I, 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 I woke up hungover and ordered corned beef hash and went at it ham. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I like corned beef hash everywhere! No. 
I was okay, but hard as a motherfucker. I, there is no charm for me in that phrasing of this thing. But if you were so mad at somebody that you went hot ass mess on them, like, oh, like I don't normally do this, but because I'm so mad, I'm gonna like get drunk and pass out on their front stoop. Wait, and, like I'd like call them seventeen times a day. What if you go hot and get snot all over their shirt? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What if you go hot ass mess on them? (laughs) You mean like take a poop on them? (laughs) I just wanted to ruin the phrase by putting a different emphasis on the words in it. Yeah, I guess that's fair. (laughs) All right, let's pick the spookiest subreddit. Okay, but before we do that, I do really want to say I'm still going to think of going ham as be hot-ass mess because it's way more fun for me. Okay. Uh, Alright, so I got r slash student loans. Pretty spooky. (laughs) For me, I don't know about everyone else, but my credit is still ruined by student loans. I got r slash Tim and Eric, uh, which is decorated for Halloween at least. Yeah. And I got r slash cat loaf, which is when cats tuck all their legs underneath them, and it's very cute. Mm, so tempting. It's not spooky, <laughs> but I want to cover this one. We How many cute animal ones can we do? <laughs> it's the worst. They're just not interesting. There's nothing to be said about cute animals. Mm, except aww. Uh, the main thing to say is aww. Yeah, I guess. I will say cat loaf is one of the cute things that cats do that doesn't translate over to dogs, really. Like, some little dogs will curl up in a ball, but uh, not that many. I will say one of the uh, related subreddits is r slash dog loaf. <laughs> I don't believe it. I've never seen a dog do that. I would like to point out that if we do this Reddit, I'm going to get very angry. Well, you could try to make your case for the one you want to do instead of being a ham about the one you don't want to do. (laughs) That's fine. No, listen, I want to explain why I'm going to get very angry because it's not just that, like, I don't think we should do cute animal ones, but also because this is one of those things where, like, somebody came up with a cute, funny phrase for a thing cats do, and then... Every post on this board is misunderstanding the use of that phrase. There are so many posts on here that's like, a cat curled up in someone's lap. That's not the thing. That's just not the thing. Yeah. And like, in many of these, I can see these cats' legs. That is not the thing. Yeah, Yeah, if you can see the legs, it doesn't count. Yeah. But I do like the one where a cat is doing it correctly on someone's back. That's pretty adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cats. What are you doing? Mm. I yeah. see one here where it's in a, a loaf pan. Yeah, that's pretty good. But <laughs> even then, I can see his legs. Well, are you talking about the clear one? Yeah. Yeah, I can see his legs. So, uh... Uh, I mean, of course you can. It's clear. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. like the ones where sometimes you see people uh, show a cat loaf and then show it from underneath like a glass table. And it looks yeah. so crazy under there. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's just the face of Cthulhu. <laughs> This one is a loaf of bread with a cat face drawn on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with not doing this one. Um, yeah. But the problem is the other two are bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we don't want to get angry, student loans is probably not a good one because I don't know... I don't know how everyone else is doing on student loans. Badly. Said, yeah. Yeah, even like, the whole concept of it sounds <clears throat> depressing. 
I feel like Jeff and I probably spend a lot of our sad time thinking about student loans. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I just don't think about it. Like, occasionally I get a phone call and I'm like, nah, sorry, I don't have a job, I can't give you money. And they're like, uh, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> Man, I wish that worked all the time. <laughs> oh no, yeah. that means we have to do Tim and Eric, though. Oh no. Yeah, that's the thing. I absolutely hate... Like, sincerely despise pretty much every uh, artistic work that this duo has produced. Here's the thing, though. I've never watched it, and I don't know anything at all about it, so yep. I feel like I could probably, like, talk about it in a way that's not at all informed. I've only seen <laughs> Tom Goes to the Mayor, which is adjacent to their projects. Yeah. I don't know that one either. I liked that one okay. Um yeah. I think we gotta do this one. I think we have to do Tim and Eric. Oh, boy. Yeah, it is decorated for Halloween. It is the only one of these that's on theme even slightly. And I will say that these guys do occasionally do sketches, from what I can tell, that, like, are horrifying in the, and funny at the same time. Like, Oh, they have, they have a sort of send-up of, like, Twilight Zone-type shows uh, called... Uh, Tim and Eric's bedtime stories. Okay, hmm. so is it scary. Is it, uh, I don't know if it's genuinely scary or even if it's supposed to be, but it is a send up of the horror genre, so I think that counts. Fair enough. Interesting. <coughs> I I've enjoyed their work apart from one another. <laughs> like I thought, mm. uh, Tim. Ah, uh, see, I can't remember their last names. Is it Tim Heidecker? Heidecker? Okay, yeah, yeah. Eric Wareheim was... and Tim Heidecker. Yes. Okay, I thought uh, Tim did a good job in Bridesmaids, and Eric is doing a good job, I question mark, on Master of None. He was the friend in the first season. I don't mm. know if he's in the second season. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, I liked them in that one episode of Community. Yes, they were good on that episode. I don't remember them on Community. <laughs> the episode where everyone gets the app to vote people up or down, and yeah. then, like, meow, meow scores beans. Oh, and... right. Yeah. That was a very weird episode. It yep. was, yes. I mean, that was, like, foreshadowing their very weird, what was it, sixth season? Five, fifth season? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Just got a cat loaf delivery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can hear him better than I can, because I have headphones on. I'm going to go let uh, him yes. in. Okay. Uh, Louisa, read that sidebar. Yep. All right, so the topper is, it is pretty good for Halloween. We've got a background of uh, pumpkins and things. We see Tim holding a string up to his nose. I don't know what that's about, like pulling his nose up with a string. And then on the other side, we've got a whole bunch of toffee apples and interspersed among them. Uh, you see Eric wearing a incredibly cheap Dracula cape and a uh, clown mask, but that's up on top of his head. And Louisa, then... your, your filthy Britishness is showing. You called them toffee apples. No Americans do that. That's not a thing. I thought because it was covered in nuts. Do you put nuts on a candy apple? Yes. You can. Oh, that sounds gross. But, but also, even then, even if you did, ha it would be a caramel apple in America. They don't call them toffee apples here. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, and then you see uh, Tim. He's smiling. He's also wearing a cheap Dracula cape, and it looks like a tinfoil hat, maybe. So that's uh. their Halloween biz. Um, can I ask a question of you guys? You know those, like, weird sheets of caramel that you can buy at the grocery store next to the apples sometimes? Yes. 
Have you ever used one, and are they good? Because I really want to try it, but I'm afraid it would be disappointing. I'm unfamiliar with this product, so I can't help you. It's sort of like a little pack of American cheese slices, but instead of American cheese, it's caramel. And oh, you put weird. It on top of, you put it on top of an apple and then melt it, and then it becomes a caramel apple. And I love caramel apples, but I'm afraid that this would be a bad thing. I bet yeah, it wouldn't get crunchy. I haven't tried it. But uh, you know what I bet it actually does is you just use the heat from your hands. You probably have to oil your hands, and you just, like, smooth it around the apple. I bet that's all it is. I bet that's how they make real caramel apples, too. No. Well, you <laughs> dip them. Dip them. What? <laughs> Depends on how high class the place is. If they can afford a <laughs> vat of caramel. <clears throat> yeah, you're not yeah. going don't, to... I don't think these uh, slices are going to get you that... Uh, that crunchy, hard candiness that you want out of No, a that's a apple. candied apple, Jeff. Go to hell. I'm talking about a caramel apple. <laughs> nah, either way. <laughs> yeah, nothing's what? more expensive than melted sugar. <laughs> yes. But, Jeff, you you just said either way as if these two things are comparable, but they are so different. They are completely different things. You just burn some sugar onto an apple. It's the same thing. One is like a lollipop wrapped around an apple, and the other is like a delicious, soft, candied caramel. Yeah, the first one's better. Well, you could have that opinion, and that's fine. <laughs> oh, but they are guys, so both different. Of them that's are the very important bad. Thing. Both yes. are bad. Yeah. That is the wrong opinion. <laughs> mm, I can get behind uh, the opinion that putting candy on fruit is bad. What are you saying? Well, that I is like insane. Candy on fruit, so I won't agree with that one. Mm, yeah. That is what you said, though. <laughs> no, it's not. He's got you, you there, Louisa. No, We've no, got a record. No, you can't paint gonna... me into a corner on this one. No, you're wrong. Let's, hang on. I'm just going to rewind the recording real quick. Okay. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, I think every time you put candy on a fruit, it's bad. <laughs> oh, no. My Appalachian accent is coming out. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. I thought I hit it better than that. <laughs> Can you tell I'm drinking out of a jug with three X's on it? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, keep... It's uh, weird because the jug is just full of X's. <laughs> it's a bunch of liquid caramel in there that you're drinking. Because <laughs> you don't want to ruin good. it with apples. Oh my apples. god, I would do that. I would absolutely do that. You can do that if you put dulce de leche in milk, which I do all the time. You know how they make those little chocolate shot glasses that you can drink things out of? Mm-hmm. Yep. Could they make a caramel, like a Werther's original shot glass that you could drink Ooh. apple cider out of? Yes. That would but... be pretty fun. <laughs> then what do you do? Do you eat the glass afterwards? It would be very hard. That's what you do with the chocolate ones. Yeah, but it's easier to eat chocolate than to eat hard candies. Maybe for you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Well, is there a way you could make one that was firm enough to hold liquid, but soft enough to eat after? Probably. <laughs> it would just be slowly slumping down on your table the whole time. <laughs> well, then how, did cho- how does chocolate do it? You make it hard first. You like yeah, no, fully I know, but like, chocolate. How do you, har- can you make something that is the consistency of chocolate but tastes like caramel? I guess you could with white chocolate and caramel flavor. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Butterscotch chips, you melt those down, you could do that. Oh, fuck yes, that. Let's <laughs> do that would be that fun. <laughs> All right, oh man, you that have would to be do a great thing. Guys, that would be a great thing to bring to any fall party. If somebody's like, you know, potluck fall party, Halloween party or whatever, and you show up with the with melted like butterscotch uh, shot glasses and hard mm-hmm. cider, everyone would be like, this guy is a fucking genius. <laughs> 
everyone would be like, yeah, I'm going to puke up this hard cider, but what if there was some candy in that puke, too? <laughs> well, like, why? <laughs> why do they have to puke it up? Because they're going to drink too much, because it's too delicious, obviously. You didn't well, think of this all the way through. That is uh, the I'm... danger. I mean, I've drank hard cider many times in my life, but I've never thrown up after. Mm, I don't think so. I only really, I only really throw up after if I drink like an entire bottle of wine, and then I realize, uh, oh no! And then Twilight Zone esque, the camera like zooms in on me as I realize the mistake I've made. Did I talk to you guys about the Mountain Dew flavored beer on this show? Yes. yes. Okay, because that Are you that is it? no that is but that is something that I could definitely just like. Uh, I drank twelve. Up. I drank twelve of these, and now I'm in the hospital. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> the first college party I ever threw, a girl was trying to prove that how hard she could drink, and we had to take her to the hospital after. Oh, fun! That sounds yeah. like every early college party that I've ever heard described. Yep, it was pretty bad, and. Everyone was like, please don't do that. And she's like, no, look, I could chug right out of this vodka bottle. And we're like, okay, but don't, because we're all enjoying it. And she did anyway, and then we had to take her to the hospital. Fun. Yeah, teenagers are dumb, and they make bad decisions. Yeah, it's one of those things. There are so many times in college where you want to prove that you can do something, but no one else cares and wants (laughs) you to stop. And, like, even if you could do it, they would wish you wouldn't. Yeah. Anyway. Read the sidebar, please. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Oh, oh she didn't even start, huh? <laughs> I do want to say, I think one of the keys to growing up is realizing that when people are like, nah, we don't care. If you then do it, they're not going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm actually impressed. <laughs> oh, they... wait, I did care. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> they still aren't going to care. So then you look ridiculous for trying. So don't try. The lesson is never try. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like. <laughs> When you're a teenager, you think you shouldn't try, but then when you're older, you re- you just learn how to not try in a way that's not annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, there is a black and gray, swirly, uh, scroll work, bats and ghosts and pumpkins background, and all the writing is orange and green and gray, so that's very Do Halloween. you think this background is in any way related to Tim and Eric? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably not. So. Uh... So the picture above the sidebar is Eric wearing his uh, clown mask on his head and a trick-or-treat bag of syringes going into it or coming out of it. And the caption says, there's a lot of syringes going in this year. So I'm just saying this on the Hilarious. show. <laughs> Brick and mortar. Brick yeah, and that's Morty. right. <laughs> uh, so Tim and Eric, uh, 24,000 pep peps and mamacitas. And 56 chippies here now. So this is all... Is Pep Peps and Mamacitas a Tim and Eric thing for, like, grandparent names? Because that's pretty good. Probably. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this all seems to be in-jokes. Welcome to Tim and Eric, brought to you by (laughs) Cinco Trademark. I guess Cinco is something of theirs. Please keep your submissions related to Tim and Eric content, as we do not want to risk overloading our little corner of the internet, uh, trademark, with unrelated content. Oh yeah, that makes me crazy. Whenever I'm a member of a group in like that appreciates a podcast I like or something, and then people just go there to post things that they like that's not the podcast. Why are you doing that? (laughs) Have I yelled about this on every episode of this podcast? Probably. Probably. Yeah. 
yeah, I get into this because I'm in a bunch of, like, general McElroy Facebook groups, and a lot of times people will be like, hey, my receipt said uh, 69 cents, and I'm like, that's not, like, they didn't make up that joke, like, yeah, that's that's fun and funny, but, like, you don't have to share it in, in a McElroy group, you could just put yeah. it on your regular Facebook. It just makes me really sad, because it's like... Like, I remember in the early days of the McElroy Facebook group, somebody posted a picture of a tissue that they'd blowed their nose into. Oh, and no. like, like, what is going on in your life that you did this and then took Gross. a picture of it and then yeah. needed to post it online? And then you chose to do it in a Facebook group of, like, strangers. Ugh. That's so many things. I think the trouble is, everyone thinks, I'll go join this group that likes the things that I like. That's a good way for us all to connect. And then when they get there, whoever they are, whatever the group, they think, okay, I don't want this to be about our connection anymore. I want this to be about how I'm an important person and they like me. <laughs> so then they just start <laughs> going crazy, right? Yeah, I was thinking about this as I was listening to a live episode of a podcast that Louisa hates. Not the podcast, just the live episodes. Yes, absolutely. Louisa hates live episodes of every podcast, which, which is why we will never do a live episode, because also our format doesn't support it. Um, but uh, the the thing about hipsters, and especially the kinds of hipsters that get super into podcasts, is that they simultaneously desperately want attention and have no idea how to act when people are paying attention to them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's pretty fair. A lot of podcasts manage to, like, uh, Flophouse does a pretty good and pretty mean disclaimer before their Q&As. It doesn't solve <laughs> every problem, but, like, they uh, basically say, like, hey, if you heard the question you're about to ask as an audience member and uh, would think to yourself, uh, that's a bad question, don't ask it. Uh, <laughs> that, which... that requires a level of abstraction that some people <laughs> just aren't capable of, I think. True. I think a better way to, add, to, to state that would be to say, um, hey, if you're about to get up to ask a question, think to yourself, am I asking a question, or <laughs> am I hoping that these people will think I'm cool? Because yep. if it's yep. the second one, this is not the time for that. Yeah. yeah. I thought well, Jordan Jesse Go I thought Jordan Jesse Go had solved this by having people write their audience participa participation thing ahead of time on slips of paper, but in their most recent live episode, the last person came up and was like, "Oh, I don't have anything." And then kind of rambled <sighs> for a minute and then said goodbye and walked away. Yeah. People are the worst. I, I just don't <laughs> understand people being like, "Hmm, everyone here is here to hear these three funny people be funny." But I bet they secretly hope that I also can join in. Like, what? <laughs> of course not! Yeah. Well, to go back to the flop house, it's something Elliot also says a lot of the time, is he mentions going to a uh, panel once where Woody Allen was there. And he said basically everybody got up and wanted to make references and everything that would be so cool that Woody Allen would be like, come backstage after and be my new best friend. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, that's the problem with people asking questions. And he's right! <laughs> That's yep. what those people yep. want. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I don't know, it's a terrible problem. But uh, I do, for the most part, enjoy connecting with other fans via Facebook groups, even if eventually it's like, well, I like these people, so let's all be in a group where we share recipes. Um, but, like, the base problem still doesn't go away. 
Yeah, it makes you really surprised that you have any friends at all, because (laughs) so often I'll be like, like, sometimes I'll be hanging out with friends that are my real friends in real life, like, not just internet people that I know. Um, Quit bragging. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, like, they will... They will say that they did a thing that I cannot fathom them having, like, anyone doing. I'm just like, you really, you wanted attention that bad? And I know you in real life, and you still want attention that bad. I thought we had, I thought we were all on the same page, RE, not wanting anyone to ever know that we were alive. (laughs) Hoping that we die without ever anyone (laughs) noticing us. Oh, no, uh, I I crave attention. That's what you want on your tombstone, right? (laughs) Ideally. I mean, I think the reason to do a podcast like we're doing is because we simultaneously want attention and also hope no one ever notices us. Yeah. I don't want anyone who I know personally to listen to this show. I want the adoration of strangers only. And yet, the opposite is true. (laughs) Yes. There are 12 strangers who listen, and then a bunch of people who I know personally that I would not expect to listen to a creative project of mine. Hello, why are you doing this? (laughs) <laughs> thank you though let's not, let's not start targeted campaigns to get rid of listeners <laughs> no yes. please keep listening but also why <laughs> so if you want to write a 500 word essay about why you listen to this show and email it to us seeingreddit at gmail.com we will probably read it so I'm looking through some of the top posts on the Tim and Eric subreddit, and it seems as if there was some sort of upset in this subreddit from uh, between like a year ago and now. And Uh-oh. most of the top posts are fairly recent, no older than uh, three months. Oh no, sorry, there is one from one year ago, but uh, all the other top posts on this first page are more recent, which is, I don't know, I feel like something happened here and we've missed it. Was there a war between the Tims and the Erics? Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know. It was probably like a bro garbage place, and then they started moderating it, I'm willing to bet. I always wonder, for... It seems like people who are fans of things like Tim and Eric, or even Rick and Morty, going back to the hilarious joke Lisa told earlier, um, <laughs> like... It seems like a thing that's only for the weirdest nerds. And yet... Most of the fans that you see are the shittiest, douchiest guys. Yep. How? How is that? Because it's fairly apolitical, absurdist humor. Yeah. Is that something that douchebags like? Well, yeah, because all... Absurdist (laughs) weirdness? Right-wing art is bad, and left-wing art makes fun of them. Uh Uh-huh. So they have to go for... Like, absurdist, uh, opinionless art. Oh, does Tim and Eric not have a point of view? Like, is it just... Mm, a oh. lot of their stuff does seem to be very absurd. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the closest I think you would get to Dadaism in the modern day. Yeah, but Dadaism had, like, a message under it. Does this not... Uh, it might, but much like Dada, uh, you wouldn't know unless you asked the people. Like, just viewing the work uh, does not impart that message. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I mean, they probably have good opinions on stuff, but most of their show is, like, they yell, and then they loop the little clip of the video of them yelling, and then they use video editing software to computer their face to be messed up, and then it cuts to something else where it's pretty much that again. 
or they get Academy Award winning actor um, uh, John C. Riley to pretend to be an insane person with a public access show. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, no how did John C. Riley get hooked up with these guys? <laughs> how, who knows? <laughs> oh, I thought there's something of theirs that I like. Uh, have you seen that GIF? Of uh, uh, Tim uh, motioning his hand towards the camera, and then it zooms in, and then he says, "It's free real estate." <laughs> no, I haven't seen this GIF. I don't <laughs> no, know then what you're no. About. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, let's see. A GIF is it's short for graphics interchange format, and it's usually an animated image. Uh, especially uh-huh. now, it'll be like a looping animated image. Meant okay, to now when you a... say animated, you mean like drawn pictures that move? Uh, yeah. Not necessarily, like the frames of a movie sometimes. Um, okay. It's not always 24 frames per second, but... Now, I've seen a lot of movies set in museums. I don't know how many frames were in those movies, but I assume that there were some. But I don't know, about 24 per second, that's a lot of frames. Oh, I see. Uh, this is a miscommunication of the different definitions of the word frame. Uh, Just to clear things up, the definition you're using is like the frame around a painting or a photograph. The definition I'm using is like a single still image in a series when when you play the series back, it's meant to convey movement. Third base! (laughs) (laughs) Brick and mortar, am I right? (laughs) That that type of thing uh, was pretty good. Uh, I liked it. (laughs) I like that type of joke specifically. Yeah. Uh, all right, we we got this gif. Louisa spent that time being productive and finding this gif for us. Yeah, thanks. And thank you to the audience for not hurling your phone across the room while we were doing that very bad and long joke. Oh, I forgot they have this other genre where they do, um, like, 80s-style public access local commercials. Mm-hmm. I've seen lots of pictures of them, like, crouching behind plants and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would never watch this, but I am not offended by it. It seems fun. It I seems think like there's a, a thing. they found an mm-hmm. actual local kook and, like, directed a series of commercials for him, um, which I didn't like watching them, but I like conceptually that they did it. Yeah. <laughs> Did these guys do the thing where they call spaghetti spaghetti? Because that's pretty fun. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a thing they like. I like spaghetti, and I like people making it cool. <laughs> All uh, right, then. <laughs> did these guys, these guys didn't do the um, too many cooks thing, did they? No. But that's a lot like their sort of show. Yeah, I, I know, I've seen that, and I've been told that is a lot like Tim and I. <laughs> what See, is this? I really I like too many cooks, but I really don't like anything Tim and Eric have done. <laughs> what did you yeah, find that? I clicked on one. I have no idea how this is related to Tim and Eric. I'm sure it is, but um, it's called a unique horizontal showering experience. It's in the top list. It's like the twenty, the forty third top of all time. But, <laughs> Whoa! Uh, you really got deep in there. <laughs> I'm just clicking through as we were talking. Uh, a unique horizontal showering experience. I clicked on it, and it's a bathroom, and I guess one of the urinals is broken so that the valve at the top is just spraying water across oh, the room damn. into the mirror. And it's so much water. That is it's really funny Christ. for some reason. Uh, that fra- I don't the know title, why this is funny. The title must be a phrase from something they did, but the image itself is... Oh, man, when you think about 
someone having to fix that it becomes so horrifying can you imagine if you flushed a urinal and then this happened to you i can't even imagine walking into a i can't even imagine walking into a bathroom and seeing this let alone it being my fault (laughs) oh god i'm imagining like the scene from uhf where the fire hose blasts that kid across the room (laughs) like that is the level of water coming out of this urinal uh, <sighs> gross. Well, it's clean so, water, so it's yeah, it's coming gross. out of the top. Oh, in case anyone thought that was heinously disgusting, it's coming out of the top yeah. before it's <laughs> yeah. pee in it. It's not coming out of the wee wee part. <laughs> oh, Jeff, <laughs> you need to stop saying that on dates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't make me stop doing anything on dates because I don't go on them. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> Take that, me. Yep. Oh, come on. Someone was supposed to say something after that, so it wasn't sad. Sorry, I got panicked because I clicked on one that was a YouTube video, and then it started playing things very loudly, and I didn't know what was going on. I can only hear some of the syllables you say, Jeff, so I wasn't 100% sure you were done talking. Oh, no. Why does this always happen to me specifically? (laughs) Yep. It's because you live on the sun. Yeah. All those stupid, uh, what do they call them? Sun flares? That's... Sunspots, yeah, that's sunspots. the one. Solar flares is what I was thinking of. Well, both uh, sunspots and solar flares create magnetic interference, so... Yeah. Yeah, but I was only thinking of one of them. I ah. guess I did combine them into the same thing. Mm. What is this? Paul Rudd is going to be in a Tim and Eric movie? Uh, I think They're that... part of that friend group now. Yeah, I think he did, uh, I think, (coughs) have you ever seen that little skit of him, like, playing around on a computer, and then all the videos on the computer are him dancing in fun outfits? Because I think that's from one of the Tim and Eric TV shows. Mm, I don't know. I just know there's a video that's called That Time Paul Rudd Sold His Soul to Tim and Eric, and it's a video of Paul Rudd signing a contract to be in a Tim and Eric movie, I guess? Mm, Maybe he was already in there, uh... Whatever their movie was called. Tim and Eric's uh, Billion Dollar Movie? That seems too short of a title, but I think that's it. Oh yeah, I forgot they did that. Uh, good for them. I don't dislike these guys. I have no interest in them. <laughs> yeah, that's Either pretty way. much where I'm coming out to. <laughs> yeah, I'm neutral towards the people and hostile towards the work they produce. <laughs> I don't know. The, the works seem fine. I'm not particularly... Uh, happy with their fan base because they seem like pretty annoying people but yeah uh yeah i think it's fun it's interesting that we got this uh because they're like probably the most prolific adult swim creators at the same time that uh adult swim is i guess not dealing with an extremely toxic fan base (laughs) yeah how how do you deal with something like that what if our podcast became extremely popular with the alt-right would we burn ourselves in effigy uh i think it like i think for um most tv networks kind of hard to do but adult swim all of their station bumpers are like their producers directly talking to the audience so like they could say something or they could just like i don't know hire a woman no woman has ever created a show for Adult Swim, and it's been around for, like, 15 years. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, the only thing I like on it anymore is the Venture Brothers, and they make one season every five years or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Adult Swim was really good when no one liked it, and then only bad people started liking it, and then I stopped liking it. <laughs> yeah, it got too absurdist, like we were talking about, and then it just became just absurdist. So you couldn't say the concept of this show is like comic books, except a little bit skewed and funny. It had to be like, okay, there's these creatures, but they're not people, but they live in a world with people, and they uh, go, they go to hell sometimes, and like everything has to be... So I will remind you that the first show, one of the first shows on on the uh, Adult Swim programming block, was about a sentient, irradiated Happy Meal who lived in New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because even that was weird to begin with, but they dealt with kind of normal situations, like they're too stupid okay, to feed yeah. themselves. But then later, <laughs> they started going to hell or finding out a portal de- for demons, <laughs> things like that. So yeah, the first couple seasons of uh aqua teen hunger force was very good i actually thought that it was one of the better uh cartoon shows for adults out there but they really lost the thread a lot yeah i don't know how that happened i didn't like the um the moonanites is that what those little pixel block guys were called yeah yes I I, I I didn't like the switch from Dr. Weird opening the show to the Moon Knights opening the show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was one of those things where people make something to make fun of very shitty people, and then very shitty people don't get that they're being made fun of yep. and like it. Yeah, and a South Park problem. the people making the show were like, oh, I guess we should do more of this. And yeah. everyone screwed up there. <laughs> you all did it. Did bad. Yeah, that's... True. That's the problem Rick and Morty is running into right now, because the show is basically about how you should, like, when, like, the, basically the sadness and loneliness of being a smart or creative person filtered through the metaphor of, like, this hyper genius whose life is a disaster, and everyone watching it is like, oh man, I'm that smart, and therefore I'm as cool as that guy, even though the show is about how awful his life is. Yeah. Yeah, and also I feel like a lot of people think that they are that smart when they are not. They are not. <laughs> yeah. And so like the problem with a lot of things in the world right now is people being like, "Listen, I know that this other person has multiple PhDs in this field, but I still feel like I might know more than them about this field. Yep. Yeah. The, the Dunning-Kruger effect, my least favorite psychological phenomenon by far. Uh, yeah, uh, he was pretty cool when he killed all those people in their dreams, though. <laughs> <laughs> yep, one, two, one, two Dunnings coming for you. Yep. <laughs> Dumb joke. I really like that dumb joke. I, uh, yeah, it's, I'm just too disgusted with you to laugh. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> disgusted with me as well, but I'm still gonna laugh. <laughs> if I didn't laugh at my own jokes, I wouldn't laugh at anything. Because mm, you're too smart for everyone else's jokes, right? Yes, <laughs> this is the only thing. I am smarter than everyone with all the PhDs, but only me, yep. you guys. Uh... It's hard not to to... fall into that trap, though, isn't it? Because it's a real shortcut to, like, this person is so smart that they get frustrated with other people, and they're lonely because of that. And it's hard not to go, well, if I'm lonely, that must be because I'm too smart and no one else can keep (laughs) up with me. The real problem is that in order to understand that those two things aren't always related, you need to be smart. And that's the thing you're not, (laughs) and so you can't do it. Oh, no! It's, uh, it's like Memento yeah. and you forgot to write Be Smart on your body. Yes, exactly. 
there's a but, yeah but with a picture of a bee. <laughs> yeah, because you got bored doing all the tattoos about telling you who killed your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, should I send Chris Luminello a cookie with a bee on it that says "Be Smart"? His birthday was like three weeks ago. I know. That's why I need to up the ante of the weirdness that I'm doing to him. <laughs> that is just do it good. completely oh. out of the blue. Yeah, but he won't get it before this episode comes out. Fuck. Yeah. You can mm. cut this part oh, well. out. You can bleep it out. Oh, but it's pretty funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, isn't that kind of... Uh, to to send that to someone who is in school, isn't that a little bit aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I wouldn't hey, send it to out. him at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would definitely <laughs> enable you if I knew where he worked to send it to him at work. <laughs> That would be very funny. Oh man! But I can't. I, I it it. If this was being recorded like two weeks ahead of time, like we used to do, I absolutely would. But it it doesn't work if he knows it's coming. Just bleep it out. I can't. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, bleep out a full minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really want to make our audience hate everything we do. A lot like Tim and Eric. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. You got it back on track. Yep. <laughs> got it back um have these guys like you said that these guys have done stuff without each other recently and that's fine Mm. um (laughs) that's allowed have these guys have these guys ever tried to do something together that isn't absurd Mm, i don't know i think that the movie is less absurd than the tv show but i don't know because i haven't seen the movie but from what i've heard it's a fairly straightforward comedy about them trying to get a movie about nothing funded Hmm. well uh tom goes to the mayor was kind of absurd with the plot lines but it did have plot lines like it had a set cast of characters and everything yeah yeah i don't know the claymation one no it was like sketches of them rotoscoped that look like like blueprints because it was always blue lines okay that's much (laughs) weirder than i thought it was gonna be (laughs) yeah exactly i don't know how much they had to do with making it but i know that they were on it and played a bunch of characters Mm, that's true is bob odenkirk involved with these guys yes maybe in what way i think he might have mentored them like he did with the birthday boys Hmm. weird Because I was just thinking about how this show seems to remind me a lot of Mr. Show. Mm -hmm. Because Mr. Show had some of this absurdness in it, but, like, anchored in anger, (laughs) which I guess is David Cross's thing (laughs) that he brought to the table. Well, I think Bob and Kirk did as well. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. But, like, this doesn't have the things that made Mr. Show funny, it seems. Just Please, weird. Matt. Mr. Show was, it was my father. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Tim or Eric. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't get it. I feel right, like if anybody well, likes this show, they're going to be very insulted by our episode. Ho- hopefully. Well, I mean, I'm willing, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying I haven't seen it and I don't want to. <laughs> Which I guess is the same. <laughs> Are they the reason why the phrase absolutely entered my head unbidden uh, in the past couple minutes? Is that I, something they said? I think that's a joke from my brother, my brother, and me. I don't know if it came from somewhere else before that, but Justin, have, one epi- right? Justin one episode said he was introducing a new character that was a crab <laughs> yeah. that used the word crab in yeah. every sentence. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe that was it then. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't get it, but if you like it, I guess that's fine. I do like their <laughs> Halloween theme. Somebody really takes care of this board. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I hope that the people who like this show are, like, just not horrible, I guess is all I can hope for at this point. I hope for that for every show, honestly. I and wonder... it, rare, it rarely comes true. <laughs> I wonder, like, the people who make the things that most of the fans are, you know, alt-rights or men's rights activists or whatever, like... I don't think most creative people are that. Right? No, pretty you, pretty you, much none. So, I think some of them are friendly that, enough to it, though. That's yeah. the problem. I guess so. Like, they might I not just be Nazis, like, but they might be like, hmm, free speech, though, gotta hear all sides. Like, yeah. enough for the Nazis to then be like, yeah, this guy does get it. Yeah, you yeah. get a lot of, like, a lo- like all the Seth MacFarlane cartoons, uh, yeah. he claims to be left-leaning, but, I mean, a lot of left-leaning comedians, uh, their favorite joke is to make fun of people with their own political beliefs and completely ignore people with the opposite ones. So it ends up reading, if uh, you don't know anything about the person, like a right-wing joke. Yeah. Yeah, but right-wing people can't make jokes, that's the thing. Yeah, that's but they don't, they, they don't know that. Yeah. That's true. Although, I still am a little bit entertaining the possibility that that guy, what is his first name? Uh, Huckabee, Mike Huckabee? Yes. Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> I, Mike Huckabee maybe is just, like, doing a very long joke about how bad Republicans aren't making jokes on his Twitter account? Is that possible? Ugh, no, I, he's wish. my newest <laughs> He's my newest candidate for who Andy Kaufman secretly is. Oh, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, I would believe that. That might be true. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is all things we want to believe. Sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sadness. Yes. Well, if you enjoyed listening to us being sad, please tell your friends and rate review us on iTunes. It really helps. Uh, anything you can do this, to spread the word, we absolutely love. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. You can talk to me on Twitter at kamikazepilot. I'm on Twitter, j3fk, patreon.com slash jeffjk, etsy.com slash shop slash funtimesonline, where you can purchase Perler Bead Sprites from me. If you don't know what a Perler Bead Sprite is, we talked about pixel art earlier in this. Imagine if someone made a little pixel art thing out of plastic. That's what it is. Uh, I'll do custom orders, but I also have a bunch of stuff listed on there. Uh, don't tell anyone. Don't don't tell the lawyers at Fox who have gotten my listings removed two or three times now. But I also have the full set of the Belcher family from Bob's Burgers available for sale, uh, based on my own uh, pixel design of them. Uh, WeaponizedLanguage.com for more episodes of this show and my show Creepy Podsta, which um, two days after this one comes out, will be posting its one hundredth episode. Yay. Ooh, just gonna do the whole episode nude. Yep. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that'll be different from how I do it, <laughs> normally. <Ugh. Yep. laughs> this time you're gonna... No, it's too gross. Go on, Louisa, you go. <laughs> uh, Alright, you can find me on Twitter, at Heronbird, and, uh, yeah, talk to me about Halloween things. Yay. Especially skeletons, uh, thank you. 
So thanks to the folks who've been talking about us on Twitter. Uh, thanks to Turner Dowen, uh, who Turner. has uh, is very mad at Jeff for playing Taylor Swift. I agree. Uh, <laughs> thanks to uh, Tanner Casel Diablo on Twitter. Uh, as always, carrying the torch. Is that a thing? I don't think that's a phrase. No. He's, he's oh, not I... stopping believing. There I was go. just on uh, Turner's podcast, Redemption Arc. We talked about Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Uh, I don't know when that's coming out, but keep an eye out for it. Um, oh, I was on, cool. was I on some other podcast? I think I was on some other podcast, too, but I can't remember uh, off the top of my head. Oh, well. Sorry, other <laughs> podcast. Oh, I was on Stranger Still talking about grave robbery um, oh, cool. with uh, past creepypodsta guests uh, Nick Wood and John Began. I think that episode will be out by the time you're hearing this, so go check that out, strangerstillshow.com. And if anyone wants me or Louisa to be a guest on your podcast, then you have to find us. <laughs> In real life. In real life, and tag us, and then we will be beholden to you for you one to, wish. You have to rip the flag <laughs> off their belt and get it to your goal. You have yep. to write down my true name and eat it on a little piece of paper. Yeah, you have to put an order, for, an order for her in her mouth <laughs> and write the command word on her forehead. <laughs> you know, or you could just tweet at us. That's fine, too. Yep. Um, thanks to Xyloart uh, on Twitter oh, for uh, saying that we always make them laugh and uh, asking if they can be in the running for our number one fan. You're now in the running, Xyloart. You're definitely in the top five. Yep. Um, but you're climbing... We won't tell you what number. It's yep. definitely not one. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> you're definitely climbing up there. Keep on tweeting the good word and we'll be there. But what <laughs> the, is good the good word? word? <laughs> is this a Bible show now? <laughs> that fell apart very quickly. Yeah, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like I've secretly pretending... been a Bible show this whole time. <laughs> Halloween is evil. You're not allowed to yeah. worship the devil. <laughs> You, if you take every other word of our podcast through the whole history, it's the entire scripture of the Bible. That would be uh, anyway something else. Yep. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and until next time, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments. And I was like, well, it says one on it. That's not visually pleasing. That's a bad choice for their icon. And then I realized, no, it is the first. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it's just not aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you want like a 14 on your icon re- re- to represent your calendar. Yeah. Yeah, because that make- looks like a smiling face. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, you just want a oh, smiley face. I forgot face. I have face blindness, you guys, also. <laughs> you just want a smiley face on the calendar, turning over to a winky face for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> because you fucked your calendar? <laughs>
<laughs> your calendar knows something you don't about tomorrow. <laughs> Reminder, don't forget to fuck your calendar tomorrow. Wink. Yeah, the day after that it's winking and it has a finger up to its lips like it has the secret. <laughs> like, don't tell anyone we fucked. Also, it's funny because I'm making these jokes about sexy calendars, but that's a real thing that people do. Yep. Like, people have sexy calendars. But it's not the number parts. It's the diff- It's the other part that's... Not yet, but we can revolutionize the system, you guys. You know, I'm willing to bet that there is a, like, tearaway page-a-day calendar where all the numbers are uh, nude models making the shapes. That would be kind of awesome, actually. Like, I don't really care about the nudity, but that would be cool to have, like, people uh, being the shapes of the numbers on all the different... That would be a little hellraiser-y, wouldn't it? (laughs) A little bit. Oh, only if their limbs were removed.